Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Alarmy. Before we get started, we wanted to make sure you heard the big news. The Alarmist has joined Patreon. Patreon subscribers will get access to our content ad-free, as well as our aftermath post-interview discussion and final verdict. We'll also be putting out additional bonus episodes and other fun stuff. Here's a preview of Guest Alarmist, where I step aside and let a guest walk us through a personal tragedy, and together the Alarmist crew figures out who's to blame. This month, Adam Lustig discusses his 2003 telegram disaster. Sandy ran this telegram company, and another part of the business was uh, children's costumed characters for birthday parties, many of which I did. And uh, because, like Clayton said, Sandy didn't have the rights from Disney to like license the, to like advertise or promote the character as actual Mickey Mouse, as actual Minnie Mouse, she had to have alt names for all mm. of the children characters <laughs> that would clear <laughs> copyrights. So it was Mr. Mouse, it was Ms. Mouse, Elmo was just the letter L dash Mo, SpongeBob. This is the best one. Was SpongeBob? So oh. things. Like- <laughs> So and you work on for and this on. company, which and is on and on SpongeBob's I can't, name. I can't. Really, still Sponge Robert. Still Sponge Robert. <laughs> but it's just a so different yes. version. And did exactly. it look Robert. exactly like SpongeBob? That's right. Bob? Did yeah. Rob look? It was Rob, a twin of Bob, <laughs> or exactly. was he slight? Was he fraternal? Yeah. Was it an identical twin? Was he a fraternal twin? No, it was identical Good. twin. I'm sure it would right? seem that <laughs> seemed identical. Go to patreon.com slash the alarmist and subscribe today. Now on to our episode. Each week we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado Smith and this is The Aftermath. The Aftermath.
everyone. Thanks for tuning into this episode of The Aftermath. Today we're speaking with guest expert Professor Karen Shalev-Green. Karen is a professor in missing person studies at the University of Portsmouth in the UK. She's also the co-host of the podcast series Missing Persons Uncovered. Let's hear what she has to say about the tragic life of Blanche Monnier. Hi, Karen. We're so happy to have you on the show today. My pleasure to be here. So can you start off by giving us uh, some background on the Monnier family? Who were they? How did they fit into the social scene in Paris at the time? So they were aristocrats, i.e. well-to-do. They were a wealthy family, um, well-respected within the community. And the mother, from what I could gather, was really the uh, the leading voice almost in the family, in the, in, in the scene of the community uh, at the time. Do we know what Blanche was like as a child or a, as a young adult? What do we know about her in terms of entering this socialite scene? So from what I could gather, which is not a lot, there's not that much material that I could find right. about her. Um, she was known for her beauty. And when you see pictures of her, she's certainly very striking. And so there were clearly uh, people interested in marrying her and courting her, uh, which at the time, of course, was very important in that um, kind of social standing to get her a good marriage to a respectable man. And so it wasn't just a socialite for the sake of being seen around. If you look at kind of that period, it was really about almost a transaction to secure woman financially and therefore the family um, by good marriage. And she was certainly seen as, as that almost protege. Who does she eventually decide that she wants to marry? And uh, what was their relationship like? Why wasn't he seen as a good suitor for her by her family? So he was a lawyer. And uh, it, 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 there were, uh, from what I could see, there was a little bit of contradiction there. One source said that he was well-to-do. Another said that he did not have... A lot of money, so I I couldn't quite gather, but from the objection of her mother to the marriage, this clearly was a mismatch in terms of his social standing and uh, potential um, to be a good provider, or in terms of his affluence and standing in the community at the time. Now Blanche's age was also a factor in putting more pressure on the situation. She was, I believe, 25, which at the time, I guess, 25 was pretty much a spinster. So this seemed to be a critical time. Absolutely. And we know from the literature of the time, right, if you look at the novels of the time, that certainly women were expected to be married very young, they would come of age at about 17, 18, expected to be married and, and start producing children. So 25 was certainly old in the respect of not being married or at least uh, in the process of being um, securing a marriage. Now, as far as we know, 
What were the circumstances that led her to being locked in the attic? Why and how did her mother eventually do it? So it's not quite clear how that came to be. There's uh, indicators that her brother had some kind of, that her brother played a part in that and assisted the mother in uh, in locking her in. Um, there's no evidence to suggest that there was any force, but you would imagine that if she ended up being locked in a room for so long, um, that she was forced into that room, or even there was some, uh, she was conned into the room, you know, even uh, go see something and then the door was mm-hmm. locked. Uh, how they then overpowered her to lock her, that would have required probably two people to mm. really manhandle her uh, into that because you would think she would have resisted. Um, so there is indication to suggest that the brother played a part and he was later on charged with that. And what were the conditions that Blanche was forced to live in uh, while being locked up in the attic? It was absolutely horrendous. Uh, she was kept in the bed. She was locked in there. The, there's no information of whether she was ever let out, but she was given very, very little food. She was, uh, when she was found, and it, we're talking 25 years, it's in, it's mind-boggling. Uh, she was tied to the bed. She was emaciated. Uh, clearly was not given any basic nutrients or freedoms that even for somebody who is locked you would expect to see uh she was lying on a on a bed with really it was not cleaned uh it was dirty it was filthy it was smelly uh it was just the most atrocious conditions so right after uh blanche was trapped was there any concern from her friends and family? Did anyone raise any questions about her disappearance? So there was uh, a conversation, a public conversation about her disappearance. Um, apparently it gained quite a lot of publicity at the time. Um, I couldn't quite gather how much effort the police invested in investigating that disappearance, but certainly she was considered missing in that sense. Uh, There was concern as to where she was. And after a while, uh, from what I could gather, the police just assumed she died, but they didn't know how or where. And it was left. It was not reviewed again and again um, up until the point where that changed, but it took 25 years. And The Monier family, they they had a housekeeper who worked for them for something like 40 years, but she she was never she never said anything about what was happening inside the home. Why do you think in these types of circumstances, people turn a blind eye to horrors happening right before them? I think there's an element of fear of what will happen to me. If I was to speak about it, you know, if somebody is capable of locking their daughter away like that, what would they do to me if she's well to do and I'm just a servant or, you know, an employee? 
um, and certainly they needed the income, right? Um, and so she had the mother had a, a great standing in the community. She she was powerful, and we know that people are afraid to speak up. So one of it is fear. The other element, I think, is self-doubt, and we still see it in cases like these that every now and again come up in, in the media in different countries. Um, people do notice by doubt what they notice. They they mm. took themselves out of it. And I think there's an element that our mind just doesn't want to believe what it is that we're suspecting. Um, you know, oh, it's a family matter. Oh, I don't know what happened. I don't want to uh, be seen as Snoopy or, you know, as a gossiper. So you took yourself out of it, but the instinct is probably very much there. So I think there was probably a bit of both. How how common was this kind of abuse and, and, and confinement within families uh, of this time period? So I think given that, there was an element that if women misbehaved or there was a risk of reputational damage to the family, there was more likely to be an element of confinement, but not that extreme. I think this type of cruelty is really rare. Um, parents care for their children, even if they think they misbehave, they might you know, try to keep them away from society or send them somewhere else but not to this extent. It's really rare to see such uh, horrific abuse. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One of the very upsetting 
parts of this case is is how a few years into Blanche's imprisonment, her her fiance, her her beloved Victor dies. And at, at this point, why do you think Louise continues to keep her locked up? Why why does the family continue to do this? I think it's there's an element of the routine of it. Oh. There's an element of possibly enjoyment of the control by then. The mindset of someone to be willing to do that to another person and certainly a child of their of their own is uh, it's a different way of thinking, right? It's most people are never going to think that way. And so just because you took the trigger of the initial reasons why they did it is not going to change why they keep doing it. Uh, it comes from within them that need to have that absolute control of that person. Um, and also there's the element of if they had let her go, the odds are she would have told the police, she would have told someone that would have gotten them into trouble. So it's also self-protection of not wanting anything to happen to them. Now, after Blanche is freed, what what was her life like? How was she changed by this very traumatic experience? And, and how does that compare to um, other missing persons who experience uh, situations like this? So obviously, there's significant trauma. And th- they can't just go back into a normal life because if you spent 25 years uh, locked up like that, what is normal, right? Uh, a simple day is something completely different to them. You have to completely adjust. So we know that she suffered from significant mental health problems. She couldn't quite adjust to normality. Again, there wasn't a normal for her. Um, and she ended up in a mental health institution until the day she died. Um, and hopefully, we can only hope that that provided her with some stability and that they were caring rather than another abusive environment. But there's no indication to suggest that it was anything but uh, a, a reasonable environment for her. Now, can you go more into the mindset of someone who uh, would kidnap or, or trap someone like this is is there a personality disorder that is linked to this or any other disorders that are it's common with um there's certainly an element of narcissism so what i want i will take because that gives me something uh regardless of the cost to the other person there's possibly an element of sadism where i enjoy the humiliation, degradation of the other person uh, that gives me a sense of power. And to want that control of another person comes from that need of the abductor to control. It's all about that. Um, The circumstances of the disappearance don't matter. It's just the opportunity that presented itself. Um, The mother would have portrayed already some of these um, personality traits probably before it just came to a head where that exploded and unleashed itself. Uh, But she wouldn't have been this wonderful, loving, caring mother that all of a sudden turned. 
it just doesn't work that way. There, there would have been indicators of something uh, problematic before that. I'm, uh, we, we, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but I'm wondering how we can take from this case and, and kind of learn from it. Um, in general, are there any telltale signs that we as a community can, can watch out for? Uh, is, is there anything that we can do to ensure that this doesn't happen to someone in, uh, near us or in our community? So there's a couple of things. One is from law enforcement perspective. Um, there's the risk, we've seen it with children or teenagers that have been abducted and kept uh, for years, um, that they were deemed as streetwise runaways and so on. And I hate that term with really every fiber of my being because it puts the onus of responsibility on a child and it's never the child's fault, whatever the circumstances are. Children don't go missing because they just feel like it. There's a, uh, something that is not quite right to lead them to go missing. And so it's important that police forces around the world really consider the possibilities of something untowards that happen. And we always say, think murder, but also think abduction. Think something not quite right. Don't just assume, oh, that child is going to win. They'll come back. They're probably with friends or they're probably just um, had enough or playing up or whatever it is. The other th element is about us as, as public. And it's, again, it's if we have any indications that something around us is not quite right, um, that instinct, that gut telling you, I, I, I don't know about this, something is not quite there, let the authorities know. You can do it anonymously. You know, the, in this case, they the investigator received a tip, an anonymous tip, a letter saying she is in the, she's in there, and they actually acted on it. And it could be that, you know, you give a tip and it's, it comes to nothing, but it's better to inform authorities even anonymously, if you're suspicious of something, rather than to talk yourself out of it or turn a blind eye. Because at the end of the day, when you think about the horrors that these individuals experience, really, we, we should be there to help stop it. So we ask all of our guest experts this question. Uh, at the end of the day, if you had to pick a person or a thing, it could be a concept that you think is to blame for the tragic life of uh, Blanche Monnier, who or what would that be? I would probably pinpoint the brother, actually. <laughs> um, yes. Because the mother couldn't quite help herself. Right? There's, There's something so problematic with her personality that she did what she did. I don't think she could have helped herself and talked herself out of it because otherwise she would have. I don't think she could have gone back on herself because otherwise she would have. Um, but the brother played a part in facilitating that. And I, you know, when I read that he was found guilty and then just let out, uh, it's just beyond frustrating and unjust. Um, and I, I think 
from a historical perspective, really should be um, identified certainly as a culprit. Well, Karen, thank you so much for helping us uh, understand this very tragic and horrific uh, case. My pleasure. And thank you for having me. If you'd like to hear our post-interview discussion and final verdict, head over to Patreon and subscribe. Your support is greatly appreciated. Check out our show notes for a link or head over to patreon.com slash the alarmist. And stay tuned because next week we'll be discussing the Zoot Suit Riots. The Alarmist. Powered by ACAST. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.